Support for this podcast and the following message come from Internet Essentials from Comcast. Connecting more than 6 million low-income people to low-cost, high-speed Internet at home. So students are ready for homework, class, graduation, and more. Now they're ready for anything. I'm Bob Boylan with a Plus One podcast from All Songs Considered. A song can trigger a well of emotions, and so it was for Aldous Harding. I sat down with this intense singer and songwriter from New Zealand after her Tiny Desk concert to talk about the music she loved growing up. It was a teary and thoughtful conversation about the few artists that would have a huge impact on the music she'd come to make. So expect the pace of this conversation to take a little more time than usual. Aldous Harding's second album is out, and it's called Party, and it's been my constant companion in 2017. So, on this edition of All Songs Considered, Aldous plays DJ. And we begin our conversation talking about the just-finished Tiny Desk concert she performed, which most artists find incredibly awkward, but Aldis found it comforting. Yeah, it kind of felt like playing for my parents. (laughs) Just the stillness and seeing people that close and that light and not being mic'd, not being amplified was quite something that I haven't really done. Yeah, it was nice hearing my voice just as it is. I think people rarely anymore hear a voice that isn't through a speaker when it comes to singing. And, and Maybe that's why I enjoyed it. Sometimes bands will come out in the middle of an audience, you know, for an encore or something. Mm. Uh, I really like that. I think it's a, a, a really nice connection. Mm. Did playing music for your parents, is that something growing up or even now would you think to do? When I go see mum, she asks, have you got any new songs? Huh? Do you want to play them for me? And then I'll do it. And um, It's nice, but I mean, you know, you don't, in a way, you don't want your parents to like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's still true. That will always be true, even even as you grow up. Mm. Yeah. I mean, your mom was in that, in Horizon, the video. She was, yeah. Yeah. So is she an artist of sorts? She, yeah, she was a musician um, when I was growing up until we moved to the farm. Oh, and then she did it a bit then. She's got like three albums, but before that she was like a puppeteer, an actress. Why do I have to laugh at puppeteer? I don't know. <laughs> but It's so funny. I, I used to be really ashamed is the wrong word, but because I didn't know anyone else whose parents did that sort of thing, I saw it as a... Yeah, like a laughable kind uh-huh. of... Yeah. I was like, the house is full of foam. <laughs> you know, there's... And and now, I'm like, Mum, get your puppets out. Because she doesn't do it so much anymore, and I know she loves it. So I, you know, we have a few drinks, and she gets the puppets out. And what are, what She did are a the... skit for me on my 22nd birthday in front of all my friends, where she put this little wolf, velvet wolf on her hand and just slashed this orange into bits in front of everybody doing 
a really on point French accent. I don't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I just, I just embrace that stuff now because that's just her. It's not nice to resist who people are when they're that close to you. But it's a, it's something that you do when you're younger. You know, you it's like, oh god. Yeah, of course, but I see the beauty in it now. And and even if she lived a, a sort of a, I'll use the word normal as in like what more people do than not, mm. then you still criticize that anyway. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, did you think you drew any inspiration from uh, your family in deciding to like play music? And when did you start picking up the either the guitar or piano, whatever you did? I resisted, even though I loved music and I was a bit of an actress. I resisted that because I wanted a different life than the one we had at the time. And I think it wasn't until I was in my late teens that I started writing and playing music, but I I didn't think I would do it as a career. I just thought, oh, well, this, this is something that turns out I, I can do and I like to do. And mm-hmm. It is often the case, and you tell me if it's not the case with you, but it's mm-hmm. often the case that when we first start playing music that we're sort of wearing someone else's clothes. Mm, for sure. And so who would that be for you? Who is? <sighs> Vashti Bunyan, maybe. Oh, okay. right. Pick me a song from Vashti Bunyan. Either Just Another Diamond Day or Winter is Blue. I really liked that one. Or I'll pull up Just Another Diamond Day because it's right here. have been because oh maths really oh is it terrible uh, so <laughs> how long ago 18 19 and i have no idea how old you are i'm 26 okay so eight nine years ago mm-hmm. this record for those who don't know the vashti bunny you can tell more but um came out originally around 1970 and even though i was lover of folk music back then I certainly never heard it I think most people never heard it yeah no one really um, caught on 
and then sort of in the middle 2000s, which would have been about a dozen, little less than a dozen years ago. Domino re-released it, yeah, I think. Yeah, brilliantly and mm. well-received, and I think inspired a lot of people to make music, mm. and maybe you were one of those. Oh, definitely. Actually, just hearing that little bit of it made me a bit teary because I haven't listened to it for so long, and that was kind of the record that I put on to... Uh, to ease my angst and um, escape into a slightly softer way of living. <laughs> you were tell me where you were, and you mentioned a farm. So, mm. what was your life? Were you living in the city and moved to the country, or? Yeah. So my mum and I were living in Dunedin. We were living there from about big five till I was eleven, and then um, my mother met my stepdad, and uh, we moved out onto the farm in Geraldine, which is about an hour south of Christchurch, mm-hmm. where I then moved when I came back from Europe. Um, I, I think it saved what saved me. You know, often transitions at that time of age uh, is really, really hard. But it sounds mm. like f- this was for the better, and often it's not necessarily the case because you lose your friends, or you have to make new ones, or you can't. Or I didn't have a lot of friends. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I'm so, so there's Vashti Banyan was one friend. No, no, interesting, but I, <laughs> yeah, I really didn't. Uh, so, was music was music your friend? Is, is that? Yeah, I used to. You know, we didn't. Sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah, I used to uh, just... So after The Simpsons finished, or no, when The Simpsons would come on, even now that theme song fills me with a strange sense of dread like a melancholy because as soon as the Simpsons would start I knew it was time to go to bed uh-huh. and then you know time to be alone on your back in the dark <laughs> but I had a little um, I had a little radio next to the bed and I'd just listen to the top 10 and I mean it was crap but I was yeah. young and it was I would get up in the dark with the moon coming in through the window and I'd I loved to dance so I would just kind of dance in my pyjamas in the dark to the top ten just like the worst stuff you can imagine but that's all kind of all I had you know not all I had but you know I didn't have a CD player or a not like a sob story but no no but it is what it was and I found the AM radio for me in my day, and and we didn't. The cassette hadn't even been invented yet. <laughs> God, well, that sounds awful. But it but it is your companion. It's a random companion, which is sort of sometimes beautiful. And um, you saying cassette reminds me the first bit of music that I owned that I really loved was um, 
So my mum's friend gave her a big bag of cassettes, big purple corduroy bag full of cassettes. And there was like, it was a bit of a drag sifting through all that darkness, but I found Seals and Crofts Summer Breeze. And I put it on and I can't tell you, and I, I was about, I was about eight or nine. And I remember that was the first cassette that I put on and I went, this, it's kind of the same with Vashti. It, it, it took me out of this modern feeling of being lonely and misunderstood or feeling misunderstood. I mean, it's, God, how misunderstood can you feel when you're eight? I mean, you know. It's all you know. But, it, you know, there was something about that time in my life was quite lonely and... Uh, when I first heard that song, I just thought it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever heard. So that was, and it just went around and around. And <laughs> my mum was like, "Jesus, turn that off." <laughs> Here comes mum. I'm gonna probably play a little, okay? bag of cassettes appeared you were how old uh, probably about nine uh-huh. nine or ten I mean yeah seven. and what, what else was in it there was there was a song called because there's a song called uh, Betty Boo Betty Boo just do what I do and I thought that was okay but um, I mean God it was so long ago I don't really remember nothing memorable I guess because Seals and Crofts was the only thing that I or when I found it I stopped going through the bag because I was like well I'm not going to find anything Is that right? better than this but I've never been musically obsessed Do you, or like I've been obsessed with music but never been a hoarder of information wasn't really hungry to discover much more than I already had Uh like I had like my favourites 
And that's that's a real harding thing. My mum's side is like repetition and familiarity. And I think that over if I had over a, discovery and taking chances and leave like leaving. Yeah, and maybe home. that's that's a way of feeling comfortable. Uh-huh. Yeah, it wasn't till I turned like twenty one and started writing and playing seriously that it made me feel like I wanted to see what else. I mean, compared to a lot of my music nerd friends, <laughs> I just never felt like I wanted to go down that road of like going to record stores and I mean now I do that (laughs) but you know it wasn't really my my thing I wasn't a I I certainly was the opposite and I always just looking for a, a new companion it was both a way to stretch but it was also very comforting at the very same time I mean it wasn't traveling on a wild adventure I knew where I was I was in my bedroom I was with my Mm. but musically I always like to keep on looking and keep on stretching when I really look at it perhaps it was that I was feeling that I was already dealing with so much that I was worried maybe of what I might find Mm. you know it's like the same reason people stay in their homes and they watch the telly because it's like a cool wash on a burn, you forget. And I guess maybe I was worried at what it, if I found, even if it was a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily interested in feeling much more than I already was. That makes me sound like a real. But I guess looking st- at it, that's. Yeah. Do you still, you don't quite feel that way still? I feel no. the opposite yeah, yeah. now. But then I have this other side, which is I don't ever want to lose that isolation because I think that that's, that helps me decide my sound because I don't, I'm not constantly filling my brain with other people's ideas. I mean, I, I am, but not not as much as as a, as you for example or right. Jared or my partner I you know I'm not uh, well I think one one thing is when you're writing music it's different than mm. if you're just performing music yeah that for me in moments of my life where I was writing more than I'm taking I I didn't want outside sources yeah you, you you don't want the contemporaries. You want to find your own thing, and mm. and uh, and so it sounds a little like what you're saying. Like, yeah. I've I've got what I need. And I have this thing I want to do, uh, and that's satisfying. Is that yeah, fair? for sure? Last night you came back and played a song that really surprised me. Uh, I'm going to play "Single Pitching" from Paul McCartney and talk about that in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Same. Through the railings, did she throw you out? Sunday morning, fight about Saturday night. A single seagull gliding over Regent's Park Canal. For a minute or two 
How did you come to that song by Paul McCartney? It's off of Red Rose Speedway, a record that came out in this long ago in the mid seventies. Um, my uncle's a huge Paul McCartney fan, and my now partner is a huge Paul McCartney fan. I revisited that song after he sent me a video of of him playing it on oh. a Rhodes. And uh, Fender Rhodes is a keyboard for those who don't know. If you're thinking he's playing it on the road, I just want to <laughs> clarify. <laughs> on the red road, yeah, speedway. Um, I just thought it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever heard. Your favorite song changes. Actually, no, it's not that it changes. I just get more f- favorite songs. I never <laughs> lose interest in them. What is it? The sentiment of that song? Fr- Saturday morning, cried about. Sunday morning, Sunday morning, fight about Saturday night. Um, I just know what he means. Yeah. You know, I know what he means and I I don't know whether, I don't know whether I'm the bird or the one who threw the bird out. Hmm. I can never decide and until, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just know what he, I just know what he means. You said you had favorites grow you get more of them you want to pick me another you have a chipper one (laughs) uh i'm afraid not that's okay that's probably the (laughs) a song that i a contemporary song song these days that you love to hear that uh, contemporary uh, okay mm. all right then i want to i want to play songs that i that have made me feel things recently Mm -hmm. and the ones that are jumping out for me are um they're all old you know because i'm still catching up you know um one of the songs that really helped me through well not helped me through but that i just revisited because i loved it and i think it's beautiful is um bob trimble one mile from heaven i just can't tell you what that guitar line drum sound Give me courage to see your success while I'm failing with every dream does to me. Still does it. I could listen to that song five times over. and I'm going to play some of it. I don't know who Bob Trimble is, so let's play some and then tell me a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Beautiful, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's a gift. Yeah. So B O B B. I've never heard anybody. B O B B. I know, neither. But I. it's like it's like Bobby, but let's just lose the Y. Let's just lose the Y. <laughs> and uh, another record like Vashti Bunyan. I'm just reading because I didn't know anything about him. But it was uh, came out in the, the 80s, 80s and yeah. unknown. Yeah. Uncovered so many years later. Yeah, and he's. Something beautiful and tragic about both. I mean, it's beautiful and it's tragic, right? That that's true. Yeah, and I, I think I don't know who. I think maybe secretly Canadian. Don't quote me on that. Put it out again. I'm not a huge fan of. Was I right? Yeah. Oh wow, that never happens. Geek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not likely. Uh, no, no. Um, but is the album cover? Up there, can you uh, see it? It's quite an incredible cover. So uh, Bob, <laughs> is, Bob. Ho- is got his guitar on his lap as if he's about to perform, but on the other hand is a rifle? Yeah. Is that the one, or the machine gun, I should that, say. I don't know right. my machine guns. Gun. I think that's a good album. I find I find the rest of it, it's not as syrupy uh-huh. as that song. You know, that's kind of my guilty pleasure of that record the whole record's great but that's the one that um i keep going back to we should play something of yours in making party and making this album was there something that you wrote realized i have something different to say is there a centerpiece for the record and song or anything i don't think that i have something different to say or a different way to say it well yeah I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't think it was its like something. Well, there are plenty you do, but but you would <laughs> brilliant or yeah. or you know stand out. I don't think that about myself. I just put together songs and have said, "What do you think of that?" It feels as if 
you've created this this vessel. Mm-hmm. Character is maybe a better word than vessel. Mm-hmm. And it feels like there's some overarching philosophy to it. And mm-hmm. because I know this tiny little window of you, and that's this one record, mm-hmm. um, I'm just wondering if if you feel that's true. I see it on stage, the way you present your songs. You haven't, uh, you know, the name feels like an older character name to me. I think it's a good time to say, and I don't want this to sound like I'm blowing any kind of trumpet, but people have already said it for me, which is there's so many things going on, but there's very little going on at the same time. Music, you know, like you were saying, guitars. Oh, oh, for your music, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I can be a number of things, and I'm just kind of drip-feeding it because it is an authentic experiment. But I just want to take my time and I don't want to feel rushed. I'm just doing my thing, really. <laughs> uh, I love your thing. What song should I go out on? Do you have a, a preference if I play one of your tunes and someone maybe doesn't know your record? Uh. My favorites on Party are very, like it's not, I've only only one other one other friend has shares the same favorite. Okay. Which is Living the Classics. Oh yeah. I like that one because it's basically me saying well I'm here now and it seems to be its own thing and I'd like to try it and I want to try and make it doing this and I want to do something credible mm-hmm. and I want to walk away feeling proud and full not of just my own stuff but of the stuff that I find while I'm doing it it's just it's probably my most confident song because even though I'm saying I'd like to try it I'm saying I'm also saying I'm I'm gonna do it no matter how it makes me Mm. feel you know even doing this interview I tried something new where I opened up a bit more but yeah, that one that one means a lot to me because it, it was about the, this music as a thing, as a project, not kind of putting it outside of myself and not making it a. You know, it's quite it's quite it's quite literal. You know. Yeah. Well, you should be proud of this stuff. And Thanks. And it's really really special. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. Aldous Harding, her new album is called Party. I'm Bob Boylan for NPR Music. It's all songs considered. Hitting the classics, pushing the limit. I'm gonna read it as they told it. Gonna make my own, put it on a When the money
Thanks for listening to this podcast. Discover the rest of the NPR portfolio at npr.org slash podcasts. That's npr.org slash podcasts.